to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of self-understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Welcome to Late Night Talks. How is it going? I hope you're well. It's great to be back here tonight. I hope that each passing day has been bringing you something sweet to your heart. You know, it's the littlest things in life in each day that make the greatest impact. So hopefully we can stop and look at the little things in life that make it so beautiful, right? Anyways, a big warm welcome to some of the newest listeners from Iceland and Guatemala. I would like to start out tonight by sharing a story of a client of mine and maybe just to see if it resonates with you at all. She was a woman who came to me with some relationship issues that she was having. She was married for about 10 years and she had two kids, but she felt very unhappy and unfulfilled in her marriage. She did love her husband, but she really didn't feel that passion or excitement with him that she had wished for. I guess the dynamic over time, it just felt like they were more roommates who kind of shared a bed and a household. And I know a lot of people can resonate with this. So she kind of wondered if she was unhappy in her relationship or if she was just unhappy with herself. We worked together for several sessions and explored the root causes of her unhappiness. And we discovered that, you know, what had happened is she neglected her own needs and her own interest for the sake of her family. And this happens all the time. She'd given up her career. She had given up her hobbies. She didn't get to see her friends as often. It was all to focus on being a wife and a mother. So she kind of had lost her sense of identity and purpose. That's when she realized that she was unhappy with herself, not with her husband. This is when the dynamic changed. She started to make some changes in her life. She enrolled in an online course to pursue her passion in writing. She really loved writing. And then she joined a book club and she was able to meet new people and have stimulating conversations. And she started to then take care of her health and exercise. She also began to communicate more with her husband and expressed her feelings and her desires and her, she just was sharing everything that she had discovered about herself. She asked him to support her in her goals and to join her in some of those activities that they kind of both enjoyed. And they really rekindled that spark and intimacy in their marriage. And then after a few months, I did hear back from her and she told me how much happier and more satisfied she is with her life. She felt more confident and she felt more attractive. And she told me that she loved her husband more than ever. So she was very happy 
in her relationship and with herself at this point. And the reason I decided to share that specific story is because I know a lot of people can resonate with that. We can kind of get very confused in our relationships with our unhappiness and whatnot. But did you know that 40% of married couples in the United States are unhappy with their relationship? And are you one of them? Or are you just unhappy, right? Being happy or unhappy in your relationship or yourself, it's not just a matter of personal preference or satisfaction. It can have a huge impact on your life in many, many ways. And studies have actually shown that happy couples, they live longer, they earn more, they have better mental health than the unhappy couples. On the other hand, unhappy couples, they're more likely to experience stress, to experience depression, anxiety, and other mental and physical health problems. They're also more likely to have conflicts, divorce, and infidelity in their relationships. But how do you know if you're unhappy in your relationship or just unhappy in general? And what can we do about it? So that's what we're going to discuss today. We're going to help you find out the truth about your happiness and your relationship, along with sharing some tips and tools to improve them both. (laughs) So understanding the root cause of your unhappiness and, and what you can do to change it is very, very important. And sometimes, sometimes, oftentimes, we might think that our unhappiness is caused by our partner or our relationship, right? When in fact, it's caused by ourselves or our life. So consider this. When discontent seeps into our lives, be it with our job, our health goals, or self-esteem. It's a tendency to project that unhappiness onto our partner or relationship, right? So we might find ourselves blaming or criticizing or harboring resentment under the mistaken belief that they're the root cause of our unhappiness. So the illusion arises that by changing our partner or maybe the dynamic of the relationship that we can attain happiness, right? However, the crux of the matter is internal. The issue lies within ourselves. Rather than seeking external changes, the path to resolution involves introspection and understanding our own emotions and addressing them at their core. Now on the flip side, there are times when we might wrongly believe that our actions or our life are the cause of our unhappiness, when in reality it is tied to our partner or our relationship. So take for instance here, being unhappy with our partner's behavior, maybe their attitude, values, or goals. And instead of maybe addressing this issue, we might say internalize the unhappiness. And that's when we start blaming ourselves and we start losing confidence. So there's a mistaken idea that changing ourselves or our lives will bring happiness. 
leading to attempts to then please accommodate and make sacrifices for our partner. But the key is recognizing that sometimes the issue isn't with us. It is rooted in the dynamic of the relationship. You know, in navigating the complexities of relationships, it's crucial to recognize whether we attribute our unhappiness to the relationship or ourselves. And the common thread is a lack of honesty and fairness. So this manifests in basically neglecting our true feelings and our, our needs. And by extension, failing to acknowledge and respect those of our partners. So effective communication kind of eludes us, right? And the real issue remain unsolved. And this hinders the creation of a healthy and happy relationship as well as a fulfilling sense of self. So that's why understanding the distinction between being happy in a relationship and experiencing general unhappiness is paramount. And this awareness is what empowers us to take the right steps right? Addressing the genuine cause of our discontent in life and finding real solutions for our happiness. And it prompts an honest and fair approach to ourselves and our partners. And this will better our relationships and also be a more enriched and contented self. There are many strategies that can help you improve your relationship. Some of them might be a little more common and obvious than others. But if you want to try some unique strategies that can kind of make your relationship come alive from the dead, (laughs) here are some suggestions. Well, first, I want to start by talking about communication because this is, and I know I've said it before, this is the lifeline of any relationship, right? And without it, we can easily feel unhappy, frustrated, or lonely with our partner. But with it, you can share your deepest emotions, desires, and needs and listen to theirs with empathy and understanding. So you can also resolve your differences. You can cooperate as a team. You can support each other through thick and thin. Moreover, you can rekindle your passion, your intimacy, and romance, and really remind yourselves why you fell in love in the first place. So to communicate more effectively with your partner, you know, we can use some simple but powerful tips and tools such as using I statements, active listening, positive feedback, quality time, and love languages. And by doing so, you can strengthen your bond, enhance your happiness and enrich your relationship. I think another great thing that is helpful is creating a shared vision. This is a missing piece. I feel like in many relationships is a shared vision. And this is a clear and inspiring picture of what you and your partner want to achieve together in the future because it can help you align your goals, values, and interests, and it motivates you to work as a team, right? To create a shared vision, you can write down your individual and joint dreams, hopes, and aspirations, and then discuss them with your partner, right? You, You can create a vision board 
you know, a collage of different images, words that represent your vision and display it somewhere where you'll see it all the time in the bedroom, in front of the bed or something, you know, that's a very powerful tool for manifestation. Believe me, manifestation is real. Okay. I've had it happen with me numerous times and you can make anything happen in your life if you envision it and you believe it. Another thing is to learn a new skill. This can be really fun and rewarding and it can really spice up your relationship. It can help you challenge yourselves. You grow together, you discover new aspects of yourselves and really each other. So, you, you know, you can choose a skill that you both are maybe interested in. It could be a language, maybe musical instruments or sport or a hobby, and then find a way to learn it together, right? Such as maybe you're taking a class or watching a video or reading a book. You can also practice and share your progress with each other and celebrate your achievements. This can be a very fun activity and it breaks up the routine of life. You can also play games, right? This can be a great way to inject some fun and excitement into the relationship. It can help you relax, laugh, and bond with your partner. You can play any kind of games that you enjoy, such as maybe board games, card games, video games, or trivia games, whatever you're into. You know, you can also make up your own games, such as Truth or Dare, or Would You Rather, maybe Never Have I Ever. You can also add some stakes and rewards to make the games more interesting, right? Such as a kiss, a massage, or a favor. You can surprise each other. And this is a wonderful way to show your partner appreciation. And again, this is just a great way to break up the routine. And you're going to create memorable moments and really keep that spark alive in your relationship. You can just surprise your partner with anything that you think they'd like such as a gift or maybe a compliment, a note, a flower, a hug. It can be simple or you can go big, you know, it can be a big surprise, maybe a date or a trip or a proposal. The key is to basically be creative and be thoughtful and spontaneous. Trying something new can be very thrilling and adventurous. This is a great way to keep that spunk in the relationship. It can help you explore new possibilities. It helps you to expand your horizons and even overcome your fears. So if you want to try something new, maybe that you've always wanted to do, you can do it together, such as skydiving or traveling or dancing, anything, anything really. But you can also try to do something new that you've never thought of doing such as volunteering, maybe meditating, or even painting. And basically the key is to be open-minded, curious, and very supportive of each other, right? So now that we've explored the strategies for enhancing relationships, I'd like to shift our focus to personal growth and self-improvement. And I know I've talked about this in 
different podcasts in the past, but improving yourself is a worthwhile goal. And it can bring you so many benefits, such as happiness, success, and fulfillment. There's many tips and tools that can help you improve yourself, depending on what aspect of yourself you want to work on, right? I want to just share some general suggestions that can apply to anyone who wants to improve themselves. I always recommend reading. This is one of the best ways to learn new things. It will expand your knowledge and really stimulate your mind. You can read books, articles, blogs, anything that really interests you or challenges you. And it helps to improve your vocabulary, your communication, and your critical thinking skills. You can adopt a new hobby, whether it's playing an instrument, the guitar, or whatever, gardening, biking, hiking. This is when we can express ourselves and discover new talents. And these hobbies can really enrich our lives. And it also boosts our confidence and it can connect you with like-minded people. We can try a new schedule. So such as when we wake up, when we work, exercise or sleep, and a schedule can really help us organize our lives, manage our tasks and optimize productivity. And this is a great way to stay balanced with our priorities, creates healthy habits and reduces stress. As always, and I struggle with this one mostly, is committing to an exercise routine. It can help us improve our physical health, fitness, and appearance. We all know it helps with mental health, our mood, and energy as well. We also can set big goals. And I know it's important to set the small goals, but I think it's important to set a big goal. And this is something that is a specific and measurable outcome that you want to achieve, you know, such as getting a degree, maybe landing a new job or traveling the world. And this goal can help you improve yourself by giving you direction. It helps to give you a purpose and a challenge. And this will also improve yourself by giving you a sense of accomplishment, satisfaction and growth. So these are just some things that I thought might be helpful in improving your self in general and in life. The most important thing is to find what works for you and your improvement and to do it with joy, enthusiasm, and gratitude, really. The world is in your hands. So as we bring this episode to a close, I invite you to take a moment for yourself and really reflect on what resonated with you tonight. Consider how you can maybe integrate these insights into your life. Perhaps it's initiating an open conversation with a loved one and setting a shared vision for your relationship or embarking on a new personal growth journey. Take that first step. Doesn't have to be monumental, small, consistent actions. We all know these often lead to profound changes. And if you feel comfortable, share your story with me, your thoughts, your experiences. And in doing so, it inspires others. And that creates a ripple effect of positive transformation. And that is what we are all about here. So 
Remember, this isn't just a podcast. It's really a shared space for growth and connection. And your journey really matters to me. And I want you to know that I'm here cheering you on. Until next time, embrace the opportunities for growth and the richness of your relationships. Take care and keep nurturing the light within. Sending love and light.